Hello! Welcome to the Astral Metapod podcast, the Radiant podcast that evolves around the evolving Astral Meta. This is one of your hosts, Jake. Got to his home about five hours ago from the state of Texas, went to bed, and woke up. It is now 8-12. Yeah. Him and his his uh, co-host, Sean, mm-hmm. are recording the podcast. Thank you to Sean for allowing me to record before, after this pod, I travel four hours to go to my brother's college graduation. But, Sean, if you do not see in the uh, YouTube or Spotify video version of the podcast, the Metapod podcast, Sean is holding up four beautiful, gorgeous, absolutely stunning, thrilling Incredible cards. Sean, what do you have? I mean, I've got the most busted cards from Astral Radiance in my hand. Um, the viewers will know my joke. The the listeners, however... What do you mean joke? I'm sorry, not joke. The 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 earnestness with, with which I say <laughs> that. Um, for the listeners, though, I am holding up four of the Astral Radiance Rowlet. Long time For listeners. those of you that don't know... For those of you that don't know... Um, Rowlet is my favorite Pokemon, but also Sean got to open up a Astral Radiance booster box, which you may have seen on our Metapod YouTube channel. It is a video exclusive to YouTube. So if you want to see Sean open up an Astral Radiance booster box early, thank you to the Pokemon company for sending him that stuff. Make sure to go check out our YouTube channel and also, oops, the ETB's backwards. The <laughs> ETB, I've got. Thank you to the Pokemon company for allowing Sean to send this to me and open it up for the channel. I will be opening this up on the channel later this week. So definitely, again, make sure Metapod Podcast, search it up on YouTube. You'll be able to find us. It's the only show that talks about the podcast. Anyways, Mm -hmm. this is going to be a crazy episode today. Not only because we're talking about the set list for Astral Radiance, now that People are opening up products. We've seen the ETB booklets and things like that. We're going. Mm-hmm. We're going, Sean. We are full send into this set. And I'm I'm very excited about it. Are, are you excited? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, I think there's a lot of cards in this set that are a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun to open the set. I think I said Brilliant Stars was a really fun set to open. Astral Radiance, I'm going to say, is even more fun to open. Because you have the Radiant pokemon the sparkling pokemon if you yes will. i i was listening i wasn't watching but i was listening when you were streaming it because i was running around on a golf course in 100 degree weather oh. sun beating down i'm not sunburned by the way which is truly a christmas miracle <laughs> but the the set looks absolutely awesome you know you're just talking about the different cards and the different hits that you got as mm-hmm. well it just I said that Brilliant Stars was probably one of the most fun sets to open in recent memory within like the last couple of years, definitely like in the Sword and Shield era. And I think Astral Radiance is going to take the cake. I mean, I have to open up the CTV first, but I think Astral Radiance is going to take the cake. And Sean got two, in my opinion, the best yeah. Radiant Pokemon. Yeah, we got Greninja and Halucha. Too awesome. And, and also, today's going to be the set review, so we'll go over what all these cards do. But the reason I think this is this beats out Brilliant Stars, and it's mm-hmm. a very narrow edge, but they the set retains all of the character rares that you get in the reverse slot. So 
you know, you get the normal amount of pulls in the main slot, and you get all the character rare cards in the character rare slot, and they've also added in between one and three radiant Pokemon in that slot. So you're actually going to end up with, uh, you know, on average, one to two more hits than the average Brilliant Stars box, in my opinion. So it's like, for as awesome as Brilliant Stars was, this set, you know, even more so. Yeah, it's just, it, there's so many cool cards, and we're going to talk about them all. We're going to talk about all of the beautiful cards, but what we need to talk about first, Sean, mm -hmm. is the incredible, mind-boggling, absolutely gigantic piece of news. <laughs> you're like, you're giving me the eyebrow right now. You're like, wow, you're really hyping this up, dude. You're really committing to this. <laughs> what is that news, Jake? It is the news that the Metapod podcast officially has over 100 ratings on Apple iTunes. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who listens to this podcast. Let me tell you, I don't know if it's because we had Maxlow on <laughs> instead of you and I forgot to change the name plate guess... to Maxlow because I, I just forgot. But yeah. <laughs> we got a surge of reviews. Y'all really this past week really gave us the ratings and reviews and super, super appreciative of that. Whether you came on YouTube, whether you're here on Spotify, any of that stuff. But Sean, do you want to do the lovely listeners? The greatest. Uh, I mean, I'll be reading it. Because You'll be I, reading. It. I read it. Yeah. But do you want to introduce the lovely uh, segment for the viewers? Well, I mean, we're going to read listeners. We're going to read the five star review listeners in this five star <laughs> review. Uh, one of the, uh, you know, included in the many that we got over the, the last week is from Say Swear. Jake, take it away. Now, Say Swear titled this five star review quality content about our favorite TCG. It is five whole stars, Sean. Not four, not three, not two, not one. It is five. My partner and I recently decided to dive headfirst into the Pokemon trading card game as long or uh, as longtime fans of the Pokemon franchise. Sorry, I'm only running on like three hours of sleep. Tuesdays have become since one of my favorite days of the week as I look forward to hearing any and all news about the Pokemon trading card game on my commute to work. Thank you to everything you all do for the community to keep the passion flowing. Cheers. Hey, cheers to you, too. I'm going to bring my coffee cup, my Sobble coffee, and, and have a good old cheers to you. But, Sean, yes. this, is, this is the moment. This is the time the moment that people have actually been asking us i i heard in your twitch chat when you were streaming you're like when's the set review when's the set review sean's like well just this, buckle up cowboy this week yeah like we usually like to wait for us on the set review until basically the uh pre-release because that's when we know for sure what cards are in the set and also it makes it very easy because poke beach who we're using for this shout out to them they, they just publish a nice, easy-to-read list of all the cards separated by typing and then trainers. It's great. Super convenient for us creators like this. Especially when, you know, Sean and I both work. You know, mm. our job is not Pokemon. Our hobby is Pokemon, and we talk about Pokemon probably way more than the average person. But, we're, man, we're, we're busy, busy people. So having something like this ready to rock and roll is awesome. And Sean... Astral Radiance, if you do not know, is a set 
coming out here very 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 soon it is comprised of 246 cards 189 regular cards 27 secret rares i feel like that's not the highest number we've ever had but i feel like it's a pretty high number yeah i mean it's a pretty high number i would say that plus the 30 trainer gallery cards like mm -hmm. it, when you combine them because the trainer gallery is kind of like a less secret secret rare if that makes sense yeah yeah i, I would agree with that i mean obviously technically that's not how it is yes. but i think for most fans you know they'll consider like the trainer gallery cards to be like secret rares yeah you know and in many ways like i think the trainer gallery cards they're not going to be as rare as the like full art counterparts like mm -hmm. I, I mean i'll give an example right like shadow rider calyrex v trainer gallery gorgeous card beautiful card um the full art version is always going to command probably a higher price, but I know a lot of people who like those trainer gallery cards might actually be preferable if you're putting it in a deck, if you're blinging a deck out to the other version, because like they just, some of them just look nicer. That's the mm -hmm. best way I can put it. Like some of them just look really nice and like, why not? Like peers is a good example. The peers that I pulled the full art from the original set I'm actually going to see if I can pull it up. And then Jake and then the viewers like can see. Like the, the full art in the regular set looks good. I mean, yeah. it, it is not a bad one. And then also the one that came from Shining Fates also looks good. That appears. But this one, it's, it's like they've been increasing the craziness and the coolness of the... Oh, you've got them both to yeah. show off here on the stream. So, But yeah, just like... They just look so good, and you have so many different options, like so many different expressions as well, personalities to showcase, you know, to like best fit you, you know? So it's very crazy. So we'll get into the set. It's going to be a long episode, uh, but it looks like there were some cards that were cut, some gym promos that were added. I don't know specifically all the cards that were cut, uh, but. You know, we'll just go through what we get in the set. I think that's uh, the main thing. I think the ones that were cut that I guess people were surprised about were the Jirachi, I suppose. Um, and a couple of full art cards, which I'm sure may come in their own. You know, we saw like the Lucario V-Star box. I, the, the full art, uh, what is it, Palkia and Dialga, may very well come mm -hmm. in their own box in the future. Would not surprise me. Um, I bet people would be happy about that Palkia, too, because Palkia, we're going to talk about it, but that's a good card. Yes, indeed. Um, but, yeah, I think, Jake, uh, and one other thing, pre-release is happening the weekend prior to when this episode goes out and onward, so you can already go get your hands on some of these cards. Yeah, I I can't because I've whew, I'm way too busy. <laughs> but if you do show us some of the polls that you are getting over on Twitter at Metapod TCG, if you want to show us and you want to brag about some of your polls. But Sean, I'm just going to take it away. Yes. I've got a card, a little cutie that I really, really like. OK, and no. It's not Rallet that I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Hisuian Voltorb real quick it's a 50 hp basic grass pokemon just a little cutie there its first attack is the one that i want to talk about it is a non-energy attack you do not have to have any energy 
on this to use and announce this attack. It's similar to the Rowlet and the Lowland Executor GX. It's first move where you just don't have an energy cost on it. You can use this attack only if you go second and only on your first turn. Choose up to two of your benched Pokemon. For each of those Pokemon, search your deck for a basic energy card and attach it to that Pokemon, then shuffle your deck. I think that this is a very cool little setup Pokemon. I kind of wish like more Pokemon had mm -hmm. this effect. And, and like we saw this more often of just like getting energies into play. Now, it may not be super great in standard because there may be better accelerants. I think it's a good start. And I think there are some one prize decks that may really, really love this pokemon but also if you're a fan of the growing uh fan uh gym leader challenge format i think that this is a really cool card to use yeah i would i actually would say i think it could be really good in standard jake because you do i do the reason i think it could be good because you could put this in as a one of right mm -hmm. if you're putting it in as a one of especially in this is going to be a little controversial arceus decks right the reason okay. i'm saying that is because if you're going second and you're playing a deck that plays Arceus, typically your starter, like the guy, the thing that you want to like end your turn with is the Arceus Trinity Charge, right? Mm -hmm. Finding You have to find a double colorless, though. You have to attach it. You have to leave a two-prizer in the active to probably take a hit, maybe even get knocked out, right? And all of that just to attach three energy. Now, this attaches one to two different Pokemon, so there is the drawback of your... You don't have the freedom like Arceus. Yes. You don't have the freedom, but you're also not giving up two prizes. You're not wasting a double turbo energy to do it, right? So if you have decks that have alternative energy acceleration, I'm thinking Magma Basin. I'm thinking Dark Patch. Um, you know, whatever it may be. If you don't need all three of those energy immediately... And you can find your way. And also, if this gets knocked out, you have a target for Raihan now. Raihan mm -hmm. becomes active. So I don't know. Like, I, there is something about this that maybe it's a card that you could start seeing as a one of index to be like, hey, if I happen to go second, I can prioritize, you know, depending on my hand, grabbing my one of Hisui and Voltorb. And it's a bit of a like, if you get it, it's awesome, it's a bonus. And, and you have that option. And if you don't, it's still fine, right? It's a one-of. It's not a huge deal. That's, in my opinion, that's kind of how I'm viewing the card. I think that's really cheeky, and I kind of like that thought. And while you were talking about, you know, like Arceus, you know, you could pair this with Arceus and do this, this, that, and the other. This is a really interesting choice where if you fail turn one attachment. Yes. Right? Um. So, like... A lot of Arceus decks right now, you know, whether that is, you know, water versions, dark versions, Beedrill versions, my, my lovely, lovely Beedrill versions. Um, all of those do that same thing of having three energies, one of them usually being a basic and then um, a double turbo. And so, again, like if you're facing a deck like Mew that is really aggressive, will probably hit you very very hard more than likely knock you out if you leave your Arceus in the active maybe even you did attach a double turbo onto it you know you can either a get that Arceus fully ready and maybe another one gets started in case they do like a boss play or what you could do is if you do whiff 
the energy attachment well you're behind a turn well this can guarantee you that energy attachment so I think that's a really really cool idea Sean props to you I bet you didn't know I was going to talk about this card I mean <laughs> when I was pulling it honestly I have I usually set aside the cards that are like hey these are my favorite cards mm -hmm. in the set and I pulled out all three Hisui and Voltorbs that I pulled to put in the binder because I'm like I think that it is a legit card that people should consider so yeah. yeah i mean i don't think you have any more than two in a deck and i yes. think two's kind of pushing it but i agree um <laughs> maybe like in a one prize maybe like in a one prizer deck maybe two is viable because you consistently want that to be your starter yeah maybe but um but yeah in in kind of the tech thing that we're thinking of no um i am gonna skip over Drill v I'm just going to mm -hmm. acknowledge that as a V Pokemon, it exists, and we're going to move on because it is bad. The better B drill is the single strike B drill that people have been playing. Accurate. That's, that's the one you should think about. Also, Scyther has two different card arts, Sean. Fun fact. Oh, Four interesting. Oh, weird. Has two different card arts. I don't know why they gave Scyther two different card arts. They do this every so often. <laughs> And, yeah. and I feel like a dingus because I can't think of any Pokemon off the top of my head. Um, but I vividly remember a Pokemon in the in probably like the last year and a half, at least since we started this podcast, where it's had two cards in the same set. Well, does Cleaver evolve from Scyther, right? Yes. So that I think may be why they printed it. They wanted to give people two options in standard to play as the mm. pre-evolution to Cleaver. That's probably their mechanic reasoning. Interesting. But, yeah. Sean, what is the next card you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, the grass Pokemon. I'll, I'll briefly mention this Cricketune. It's a stage one. Um, I don't think it will see a lot of play in standard uh, for a bit. But the HP of each of your grass Pokemon, excluding Cricketune, is increased by 40, and you can't apply more than one overflowing melody ability at a time. I only mention this because grass does have a history, at least in the last three years, of like being both heal-heavy and very tanky. Um, and so increasing your HP by 40, there could be a world in, at some point in the future where like this plus a couple of other damage modifier things, whether it's trainers or other Pokemon, um, yeah, it could be kind of annoying to get around. That's all I'll mention. Uh, Jake, any quick thoughts on that one? 90 HP grass Pokemon stage one reminder, because Cricketune, if you don't remember, evolves from Cricketot. It is the Dele Dele Pokemon <laughs> uh, for those of you that have played the Gen 4 games. But um, I think this ability is cool. I think it's very interesting. I don't know how much of it you'll see. Um, I, the only thing that I can think of that it gets paired with immediately at least is um the serena v star or mm. i'm sorry Lilligan, Lilligan oh, yeah. v star um which we will talk about later but i know andrew mahone in his stream made a made a deck as he does of Lilligan v star and that's what i would think that it would go into yeah yeah so i mean it, that's what i'm saying it's kind of strange but there may be a world with all the dark type that is getting support and dark is weak to grass. It feels like we're kind of in this merry-go-round of whatever the new stuff is, finding the weakness to that. Like 
So who knows? But I don't know if the mm -hmm. 40 HP, it may not matter from a math perspective in the long run. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's over one power tablet, I'll say. It's true. You know, because power tablet or choice belt or whatever is 30. So, I mean, it's it's one extra of those. But, Sean, number 14, Shaman. I'm going to go. Mm. I'm I'm calling out these little baby cards, Sean. We're going to go long pod today with okay. this set review. Shaman, a 70 HP basic grass Pokemon. I'm only talking about it because it's first attack, a colorless cost called bright gift this attack can be used only on your first turn if you go second so again bringing up these like this is a one-time deal you got to use it now or never type of pokemon search your deck for up to three cards and put them in your hand then shuffle your deck i i mean that's pretty cool we know how good searching for just anything is i mean look at starbirth Right, look at Shady Dealings and Teleon with all the trainers. Like, three cards is a lot, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. I mean, I thought, you know, the closest thing we have currently in standard that nobody uses is Cramorant. And Cramorant's mm -hmm. first attack lets you go get two cards out of your deck. But obviously, it's a two-prize Pokemon, which is exactly why nobody uses it. Um <laughs> But yeah, like it's this is interesting. I think as long as very few hand disruption cards are played, like Marnie, um, and especially once Marnie rotates, and the the only hand disruption we might have is Roxanne, which is not which we'll talk about later. Yes, which is not an early game card because this you can only use on the first term going second. So mm -hmm. yeah, like there might be decks like setup decks um, that really benefit from this. I this might be the card that stage two decks really need because you can mm -hmm. go grab the rare candy you can go grab that stage two you can go you know whatever uh being able to go grab say two rare candies and an evo incense you know it, it depending on what you have in hand that would be pretty baller um or even like a supporter like research yeah you know you got a trash hand or you a, you know you got a dead hand like this this little shaman will get you out of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I like this card. I don't think it's going to blow anybody's mind. You know, I don't think it's going to be a staple in decks, but I think it's a really, really interesting idea. Yeah, I but yeah, I mean, I don't know. My my gut says this is a great if you really want to play stage two decks, one prize or stage twos. Great card because you can try to you can hopefully guarantee those rare candies on turn two. And that's yeah, you can. Yeah. And also like combo heavy decks, like maybe yeah. like um, Beedrill's if Beedrill becomes more of like a one prize Pokemon, that might be an interesting addition into a deck like that. Yeah. Um, the only the next the the next thing that I want to talk about is the Lilligant line, the one that you mentioned earlier as like mm -hmm. in terms of the big grass, the heavy hitters in grass. This is the one. So. I actually really love the pre-evolution to this. The Lilligant V, it has two attacks, but the only one that matters is a 200 HP basic grass. The first attack, though, zero color, zero energy, right? Another you, one of those free attacks. Yes, and you can draw until you have six cards in hand. It basically, Jake, it's Gormandize because it ends your turn. It's effectively Gormandize. We saw this um, in previous sets, uh, Talonflame V. Talonflame mm -hmm. V had a little stint 
I think in Victini decks. Yes. Um, it also had an attack that I believe was discard your hand and draw six or seven. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, but this one, Lilligan V allows you to be a little bit more safer with your resources, a little bit safer with your hand. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're only looking for one or two cards, you know, probably just one. Um, and you have valuable resources that you don't want to discard in your hand, like a Lilligan V-Star. Yeah. Sean. Yeah, and the Lilligan V-Star. Now, this one, it's only 260 HP, which is pretty scary. Uh, it's on the low end. Yeah, that's on the low end. And, like, so you are very in range of getting knocked out early game. I will also say with that, um, Pokemon does have a history of printing... Pokemon like like single prizers that do 120 to 130 damage uh, as like a like basic Pokemon that that's their attack. The reason I mention that is if it's it's Fire Week, we now have Magma Basin in the format, and the ability to do just 130 damage to knock this out for two prizes is actually super easy. For whatever reason, 280 and 270 are slightly better numbers if you want to try to get around weakness. Because mm -hmm. that requires them to have 140 damage, which is, like, if you think about it, a less common number for basic Pokemon. Sean is pulling out the calculator. That's, Sean has I mean, his saying. math book. I mean, he, he's on it right I'm, now. I'm just saying. It's a little, it's a little scary. But the first attack, uh, parallel spin, two grass and a colorless, does 130 plus, And you can get 100 more damage if you return an energy card attached to this Pokemon to your hand. So three energy. Um, there's a lot of ways to get three energy on. We do have Cherum in the format, which allows you to attach grass from your hand to, is it your bench? Or I think it's any Pokemon. Any Pokemon, yeah. Or yeah. it may be any grass. There's some weird qualifier. Yeah, it, but, it's, I think it might actually be that. But yeah, like so you can turn two, which is what you have to wait for anyways. Yeah, you could probably Evo a Cherum. Get a bunch of grass energy onto this thing and, uh, you know, off to the races. Um, and 230 ain't bad. Um, and then, No, I mean, that's pretty good base. I mean, that's pretty good base stuff. And then um, it's, it's also cool about... Sorry, I'm cutting oh, go, you go, off. Go for it. It's also really cool about this attack because, you know, energies, you can only have so many in a deck before your deck becomes slow, mm. clunky, bricky, things like that. This can basically gear, or I guess I should say almost guarantee, or without the hand disruption that could put it out of your hand, but you can pretty much guarantee an attachment every single turn. You know, stringing off attacks like this and stuff, being able to power up your um, Hisuian Lilligant V-Star because you are always yeah. putting an energy back in your hand and then you can attach it either to that one if it survives or a benched one or something like that. But Sean, the Star Perfume V-Star Power is what we want to talk about. So uh, what, what what is that? I mean, you basically can look for you know, up to five in any combination of grass Pokemon and grass energy. Put them into your hand and shuffle your deck. So... Like we were saying about Cherim, uh, I don't know if that's the main combo that everyone else sees. I That's what I see, though, is, like, you could basically, as long as you get, I think, uh, it's Cherim on e Evolution, right? Yeah. Yeah. As long as you have the basic on the field, if you can Cherubi. evolve. Yeah, the Cherubi. If you can evolve this, then you can go use the V-Star to get the Cherim, get yourself 
for three or four energy, or maybe another Lilligant, right? So you get three energy, the Cherim, a Lilligant, you Evo the Cherim, attach all the energy you need for the turn onto that V-Star, throw another Lilligant down, you're good to go, you're golden. So it's like, it's a self-powering engine, kind of. Like, it's like, oh, all you need to do is have a decent turn one. Like, you need to get It's basically bases. like Star Birth, but much more limiting. Because <laughs> you can only do grass Pokemon and energy. But it has that similar vibe to like Starbirth, where Starbirth, you know, um you're you're grabbing specific things that you want. And so with this as well, you're doing that same exact thing, you know, having the flexibility of not only energies, but also Pokemon on top of that. I really like this V-Star. I think this is a really cool V-Star with a really cool new Pokemon variant. And uh I, I'm excited for it, Sean. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I think it's don't discount 230 damage um, mm -hmm. because, you know, you're looking at most, if you're going second, if you're going first the whole game and so it's your second turn, 230 is going to knock out basically every basic Pokemon out there, which is great. Um, every two-prizer. And yeah, like with Darkness being a popular type coming out of this set, if you want some early early um meta wins i actually think like this might be a cheap pickup relative to the you know the palkias and relative to the dark rise exactly or so this is probably a pretty good budget option if you uh if you're looking for that it's gonna be like your whimsicott yeah. you know it's gonna do well in some events it's not gonna be an overwhelming favorite or super popular choice to play mm -hmm. but it's going to be viable it's going to be probably fun mm -hmm. and uh you're going to see some stuff with it sean one card down rallet 60 hp grass basic pokemon absolute cutie absolutely love this art he's just having a great old time but we'll move on to to other cards i know uh, you know we're going to we take a, a long time on this set but we have a lot to talk about i kind of want to go to heatran v number 25 you got it in the set sean so we'll talk about the v first and then we'll talk about the v max the v mitsuhiro arita absolutely stunning card in my opinion actually looks like you're in a volcano and gives you that vibe so if it's not competitively your cup of tea i guess definitely have this one in your collection because Man, this art is gorgeous on this Heatran, and Heatran is not a pretty-looking Pokemon, no. I will say. <laughs> so Heatran V is a fire basic Pokemon, 220 HP. It's got two attacks. The first one, Hot Burn for fire and colorless. Opponent's active Pokemon is now burned, 30 damage. Okay. I, I wish it was, like, 50 because, it you know, it's two energies, but anyways... Fire, fire, colorless, lava fall, 90 plus damage. If you have a stadium card in play, this attack does 90 more damage. Mm -hmm. So effectively 180 for the stadium. Now, it's not like Flygon GX or Pokemon like that, where you, if you have a stadium in play, you do more damage, but then you discard the stadium. This stadium stays in the field of play and it just sits there. Um, and this works interestingly because the VMAX, Sean, if you go to the VMAX, Heatran VMAX number 26 in the set, 330 HP fire VMAX Pokemon, 330, big number, kind of on the bigger end of the VMAXs, has the ability Lava Enchantment. Once during your turn, if you have a Stadium card in play, you may heal 50 damage from this Pokemon. 
one stadiums are almost always in play right now people are playing stadiums all the time you're likely playing magma basins in this deck to fill the uh, attack costs that we'll talk about here shortly but think about this you have the special fire energy right which mm -hmm. adds 20 hp to your pokemon you That's have true. a 330 hp unit absolute unit you have big charm for a little bit you know for the next couple months that gives you a boost of 30 hp and you can heal 50 and you have things also like uh hyper potions in this set that we've seen with uh decks like gengar malamar vmax things like that these different vmax decks healing the 120 i this this dude thick sean this i don't know what heatran is but it's thick yeah i mean I, I wonder, it, maybe it's enough, right? I'm thinking my friend plays Gardevoir VMAX. And mm -hmm. that 50 damage, like, if a lot of the cards in the set are doing around 180, right? Like, Malamar VMAX is 180. This card does 180. Um, what is it? RCS V-Star, if you have a double turbo, does 180. Now, you have mm -hmm. choice belts as well. So, like, you can, you can fix some math, but... 180 if you're healing 50 all of a sudden that's 130 which means if they do 180 again they still don't knock you out mm -hmm. so like it is a slightly awkward amount of healing um yeah it's weird i don't know like it's it's a bit strange i think uh i'm not sure about it but you're right the the fire energy the special fire energy that's another one that i totally forgot about that yeah, you're adding 20 HP too. So over time, you could absolutely like this thing is unkill could feel unkillable. Yeah, I mean, if you can figure out some sort of way or some sort of function to heal just a ton, like this is it. I mean, this is this is a really, really cool option, especially for fire decks, which we haven't really seen. And with the rise of Lilligant, who knows? I mean, it's attack. We haven't even talked about its attack yet. Fire, fire, colorless, max heat, 180. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now burned. Kind of like vanilla, you know, not yeah. not necessarily uh, astounding, but not necessarily terrible either. Um, because again, you can you can two shy, you can burn to maybe try to fix a little bit of math, um, you know, especially on some of the little V's. And uh, but I I don't know. I just think this card is real cool. I think that this has got something. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, who knows if the burn math ma makes any difference? Maybe. Um, it could be that if you're hitting, like, that Lilligan, well, the Lilligan's going to be dead anyways. But, like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, there are some Pokemon V now, though, that are, like, 200 HP, right? And burn, mm -hmm. for those of you who are newer to the game and haven't actually experienced these special conditions, burn does 20 damage between turns. Um, now, you have to... As long as the Pokemon is in the active. Once yes. it goes to the bench, the burn goes away. Yes, and now you do roll a die every turn to see if you stay burned. So you may not mm -hmm. stay burned, but that first turn, you're going to take... I believe you're going to take the burn damage no matter what. And it's then, basically 200 damage. Yeah, it's effectively 200 that has like a, a knock-on effect turn after turn. Um, and that is... a uh, Status conditions are interesting things where people discount how that can really make the prize trade bad because if you time it right with the right HP, then you can actually put your opponent into a position where between turns, their thing gets knocked out. They have to send something up going into your turn. And if you can take another 
set of prizes. It's basically you're getting four prizes in a turn, kind of. It's very sneaky. Mm -hmm. And also, remember, we have different things to help fix math a little bit better. You know, the choice belt, that mm -hmm. is an option. Maybe you're not going with the big charm like I mentioned. Quick shooting in Teleon. You know, shady deal. I have no doubt in my mind that this is going to be in a shady dealings deck, Sean. No, I mean, it <laughs> might be you well. have to. Because you have to get cards like Magma Basin. You're probably going to try to get um, the... Uh, What's the what's the thing? The tool card. That's what I'm tool thinking scrapper? of. And well, or, no, no, no. You'll, oh, big charm, like big the tool attachment attachment, whether it's yeah. big charm, choice bell, you know, different things like that. And so I have no doubt in my mind this is going to be in a in a shady dealings deck. But quick shooting in Teleon, uh, Galarian, Zigzagoon. You have these little different things to help affect the math a little bit yeah. to do effectively more damage in quotation marks. And uh, I. I I hope somebody breaks. I hope somebody does really well with Heatran because it makes me look really smart. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, okay, one last fire Pokemon. We have Radiant Heatran. So Heatran getting a lot of love in this set. Um, oh, yeah. This is, I would say, the least of all the three sparkling, but it's still interesting. Um, it is, and remi reminder, you can only have one sparkling Pokemon, not of that type, just in general in your deck. So Yes. You know, pick one and it's that's like the only an one you get. spec. Yes. For yes. anyone who's been playing for a while. Um, and this one is Fire Colorless Colorless, which is important, that distinction. This attack does 70 times the number of damage counters on this Pokemon. So, you know, how do you get damage counters on it? There's a number of ways. We have Gape Jaw Bog. Whenever you put a basic onto the bench, it takes two damage counters. So right there, play it onto your bench. That's going to be doing 140 damage. Attach a Fire. Uh, no, actually, Magma Basin of Fire, attach a Twin Energy, boom. That's 140 damage. Wait, did you just say two stadiums? Uh, no, no, a Magma Basin and then a Twin Energy. No, 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 what about the, the first one? Oh, yeah, I guess you could, if the Gapejaw Bog is on the field, we haven't gotten to that card yet, <laughs> but it's like it does, it puts two damage counters on a basic Pokemon when it comes onto the field. I'm just saying you'll probably have to choose that or Magma Basin because I mean, if you do not know the Pokemon trading card game, you can only play one stadium per turn. That, well, but the ma let's just say the Gape Jail Bog is already on the field and then you switch <laughs> it out for the Magma Basin. I don't know. Or a Raihan. Whatever. You get my point. There are different yeah. ways to be able to get that function going. And um, it's it's interesting. 70 damage times the number of damage counters. I mean... Effectively, you're probably only going to get two damage counters because, I mean, it's 160 HP. It's not very big. I mean, a Cape of Toughness, and all of a sudden, it's 210. That's a beefy boy. You got to find that Cape of Toughness, That's though. That's true. You're right. If you're only right. we had Adventure Bag in the format, <laughs> I mean, some of these decks would be nuts. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we do have the Shady Dealings engine. Regardless, like, this, it's an interesting card. I think this is a really good closer if you've built the right deck for it. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, if you can if you can make it kind of beefy in a format where it can't get insta-knocked out, then your opponent might actually look at this card and go, crap, I can't hit into this. Because the second I hit into it and don't kill it, I'm going to lose. Like, as a late-game closer, it's like they will have an instant KO on anything if you don't kill it immediately. It's actually kind of a nice little, like, you put it in the active, and if your opponent get, can't get around it, GG's. Yeah, I mean, just don't attack, forehead. I mean, yeah. this is... 
<laughs> you you almost learned that in uh, the tournament you yeah. did. You almost knocked out a Pokemon you wanted to not KO. This is true. Um, Jake, I will let you move us on to some water Pokemon, though. What is we're the gonna first one? Go, we're going to go to number 30, Starmie V. This is a 190 HP basic water Pokemon. Starmie being basic Pokemon, just to let you all know. It's first attack, two colorless, swift, 50 damage. This attack's damage is affected by weakness, resistance, or any other effect. So it's just 50 damage on your opponent's effects if you do have a double turbo i believe 30 um yeah it goes down to 30 because that is an effect from you and not your opponent but anyways double water is the next attack two water energies energy spiral 50 damage this attack does 50 damage times the number of energy attached to your opponent's pokemon in play as of right now most decks are playing you know a full field you know mew slaps down everything it can shady dealings pokemon whether that's arceus or urshifu or you know whatever put down a lot of pokemon in play maybe not a full bench on turn one but very very close to usually uh you're gonna hit consistently probably 150 to 300 damage and 150 i'm, I'm that's stretching it i think more often you're gonna hit like 200 sean yeah i mean I, I will say with all the um arceus out there and the fact that arceus's v star's main attack attaches up to three energy to the field well you need three energy to do that attack so post mm -hmm. that attack this attack will do assuming they attached all three 300 damage like it's gonna be it, it it's very interesting yeah i mean you could imagine there's a world in which if your opponent does the RCS V-Star attack on the, their second turn and they feel really safe and comfortable, whatever they knocked out, doesn't matter, and then you just slap this bad boy down, attach, Melanie, 300 damage, like, that is not an unimaginable thing to have happen. And I think that's something that water has lacked for a very long time, is the ability to just, out of nowhere, take a big KO. Now, it is reliant on your opponent's board state. So, like, if the meta changes and if people are playing effectively Dragapult, like, if Dragapult all of a sudden became yeah. the main card. Yeah, Dragapult, no... Victini, right. the number one decks. Right. They're like, they only have two or three energy on the field. This card is trash. But assuming RCS V Star is a big thing, it's actually a really good card, maybe. I don't know. I think that definitely, you know, because we, we've seen a little bit of the fall off on Ice Rider, Calyrex, V Max. I think that this is a perfect inclusion mm. in a deck like that. You know, you have Shady Dealings to find your Melanies really, really easy, your Capacious Buckets, Training Courts, whatever, whatever, you know, stadium you use. Um, and so using this Pokemon is going to be great as well. You know, maybe you don't want to give up the three prize Ice Rider, Calyrex, VMAX right away. And so instead you feed a two-prizer that maybe mid to late game can do a lot of damage and take a big one-hit KO right away. You know, slap the choice belt on that. But we keep saying choice belt, but man, it's such a good card yeah. for your math and so easy to find with Shady Dealings. You attach a choice belt on that puppy, and like it's so good. And it's very, very interesting. And I think it's also a free retreater, 
which is a big thing to note as well. Starmie V having a retreat costs of zero. And we know that free retreat Pokemon are good in the Pokemon trading card game. Uh, the little the little cast form people were using the debate of what yeah. the best cast form is. I mean, yeah, I don't. I, I will say one one deck that I think this goes well, and I just thought it is Suicune. This yeah, is perfect. I think this is great for Suicune. Yeah, like Suicune, you either need that the ability to Evo up into the Ludicolo to get that 100 extra damage to take a big knockout, or this thing can just take the big knockout for you. And it's, a like you said, a free retreat. I didn't even consider that. You're already playing Cape of Toughness in Suicune, so this thing is 240 with a mm -hmm. cape. Like... Actually, this is pretty broken in a Suicune deck. I feel like maybe Choice Belt is the better option than Cape of Toughness, or just in my opinion, yeah. because, I mean, Starmie is a 190 HP Pokemon, so it is on the low end of yes. Vs, and so you're probably, I mean, Cape of Toughness makes you, you said, 240. That's not, like, that's not out of the realm of possibilities for a lot of decks. You know, yeah. there, there are several decks that can hit that number. So I yeah. think maybe you're better off fixing your math with like a choice belt. But the Cape of Toughness could be an option because that's what Suicune's been playing. So if you're playing, you know, like a Rapid Strike Urshifu deck, uh -huh. you know, boom. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, if I pass one, let me know. But I don't, none of these interest me i was like the mantine is a beautiful art it it's is a okachaki absolutely gorgeous just beautiful 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 i like looking at the arts as much as i like talking about the the competitive cards but sean i think we can talk about the good old uh one of the Palkia. box legendaries uh, yeah i think we can we can start talking about that yeah, so we have Origin Form Palkia V, which they've added an E to the form, which is very strange. And I can confirm that because the uh, Dialga also has form with an E. Kind of odd. Um, the regular one, I don't know. I, I think the basic, it's big. It's 220, so I will give it that. It's a beefy, it's a beefy basic, which is important. Otherwise, most of the stuff doesn't really matter. Uh, but the V-Star at 280, which is also beefy for the V-Star... Water, water, spatial swell, 60 plus. It does 20 more damage for each benched Pokemon, yours and your opponent. So very much a, a Suicune effect there. Uh, and if you and your opponent both have a full bench, it's going to be doing 260 damage for two energy, Jake. And like yeah. you said, Choice Belt, that's 290. That's a lot of damage. It's pretty wild, and this is this is a card and deck archetype that has been absolutely killing it in Japan. There are so many people posting lists about it, playing this archetype that, I mean, if you look at most people's videos, this is probably the top deck to come from Astral Radiance. For competitive players, this is going to be the card that you try to get. Mm-hmm. I would say this, or is Darkrai's in the set, right? Am I going crazy? I believe so. Yeah. I believe Darkrai's in the set. I saw someone pull a Darkrai. Yeah. I think this and Darkrai would be the two, is my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Jake, what does that V-Star, what that V-Star power do? That V-Star power reminder, you can only use one V-Star power per game, whether that is an attack or an ability. Only one per game, like your uh, GX 
attack. Once during your turn, you may use this ability. Attach up to three water energy from your discard pile to your water Pokemon in any way you'd like. So pretty cool. The energy accelerant, you know, you may not always be able to hit Melanie's. Mm -hmm. So this is a way to, you know, get around that that inability to hit Melanie's, whether, you know, you prize some or maybe you had to discard some early or, you know, you've already used them all. It's been a long game. Um, this Palkia can help you get that going on your other water Pokemon. Um, and it's also an ability, so it doesn't end your turn. It's not an attack. So you can use this, accelerate the energies onto your Palkia V-Star to be able to hit the big numbers that Sean was talking about earlier. Yeah, and I think what makes this one really nice is RCS V-Star, I feel like people typically use that ability as early as possible to like really finalize their board state, whatever. Typically that's when you use it. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of the other V-Star abilities and powers and attacks, like you're using it earlier in the game usually. But this one, I like it because since it's only a two energy attack, you bench a couple of Palkia Vs early. You attach one water energy. Turn two, you attach another water energy, you attack. Turn three, that I think it's like a turn three onwards uh, mm -hmm. ability because once your first V-Star gets knocked out, then you have a few water energy in the discard. You get the other V-Star out. You use its ability to basically set up your energy needs for the rest of the game. And like that, I think that's probably another, re another reason why it's so powerful is like getting set up doesn't take any amount of huge effort. You could maybe even play this deck without Melanie if you were so inclined. Like, I think that's gutsy, but it is. you could. I mean, it, it, but I think that that actually is not an insane thing because of the, the V-Star power, right? Mm -hmm. If you can find, if you're playing like a 4-4 four, four line of this, so you're going to have a much easier time finding the V-Stars, and the ability itself kind of says, you don't need Melanie. If you just find it with capacious buckets, if you just find an attachment every turn, it's very unlikely you need Melanie at all. Um, so like and that... remember, we have we have things like air balloon mm -hmm. and escape rope and switch in the format. So you can slap down that Starmie V, use the ability to put two energies onto it or, you know, one energy and then you attach an energy. And then you have the ability to retreat this Palkia or whatever the pivot Pokemon is. And you can even use this uh, V-Star power if you're on the bench, you know, if you're Starmie or whatever's in the active. So yep. there's a lot that you could be able to do with this card. There's a lot of different ideas that can be explored, and I'm I'm very excited to see what people do. Agreed. Um, going down, we'll talk about the Radiant Greninja now. This one, uh, it has the ability Concealed Card. Once during your turn, you can discard an energy draw two cards yeah it's nice it's like this a, is so good yeah it's like a nice little basic uh chinchino that you got going on now it does need to be an energy specifically but you do have capacious bucket to find the energies it's um it's attack water water colorless discard two energy do 90 to two of your opponent's pokemon don't discount that um if you're playing against an inteleon engine keep in mind that drizzile i believe has 90 or less hp it has 90. Yeah, it has 90 exactly. So if your opponent's got a couple of little Drizziles and you can take two prizes off of your single prizer, that's pretty busted. Um, 
it's also really really cool because you have cards effectively like training court that -hmm. allow you to get the energy back you know use concealed card again get the energy back use concealed card again because a couple different decks play training court so you may Mm -hmm. not even have to put it out but also to get that water water colorless cost you know you are putting energies in the discard we just talked about a pokemon that accelerates energies from the discard onto your pokemon so again you know kind of talking about that idea of like sniping the sobbles drizzles mm-hmm. things like that the little baby pokemon this excellent excellent option this is i think what people consider to be the number one radiant pokemon mm-hmm from the set and a lot of people are really excited about this card and i am too it's a beautiful looking card it's a good card it's got some good attacks and um ability on it to make it effective in a lot of different situations and uh, i think it's uh pretty cool yeah fully agree um i think it's just it's a great versatile card when if you're like if you've got a main beat stick pokemon this is both consistency and bench snipe to help you maybe get around like a a 330 hp heatran or whatever Mm -hmm. if you're like well i've taken four prizes i can't get through this this absolute unit in front of me let me just snipe a couple of bench dudes and call it a day so uh now sean i want to talk about number 51 i want to talk about this regielecki real quick this 130 hp basic electric pokemon now first i want to say it's one of the fastest pokemon in the video game one of the fastest fastest speed stats and it has a retreat cost of three (laughs) why that's kind of a crime that is the same retreat cost as heatran v (laughs) that is a flavor fail i there i mean uh, come on pokemon but anyways what i really want to talk about this card i want to talk about its first attack colorless cost called electromagnetic sonar put an item card from your discard pile into your hand sean basic pokemon like we mentioned think about the different pokemon basic pokemon in the past that have this same effect putting item cards from your discard pile into your hand do can you think of one specific one that was really really good in uh what was it like black and white era early x and y was there a sableye that did this there was a sableye junk hunt yeah so good and it i mean it was good in expanded it's good in standard it's just a great card now in expanded at least and even in its time in standard there were plenty of other items that really helped make it like really mm-hmm. really good um but Putting the item card back from your discard pile into your hand on a basic Pokemon. So this Regieleki could be really, really cool in terms of your control decks, your stall archetypes, you know, deck out options if there are other cards, whether that's in this set or in the future that allow it to give it that viability. And I mean, if only there was something like Sheninja in the set to allow you to just make the single prize pokemon worth no prizes man i miss that Shininja a lot sean yeah i think i think you're right that's i think the key challenge with this is there's not a good way to stop your opponent taking all the prizes so like this is a great ability but yeah it's if it was two i think if it was two item cards 
then you could maybe try to recycle your crushing hammers. Mm-hmm. And between that and recycling like recycling crushing hammers, well, I mean, but like, you know, recycle energy disruption, <laughs> right? Because that's basically yeah. what you need to do. But one at a time just feels like just not enough currently. But I, I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going. I think this is cool. But Sean, I think that his Suian Typhlosion is a little bit cooler. Yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, uh, the V and the V star? I'm assuming, right? Yes, so his Syrian Typhlosion V, first off, the V is a gorgeous card. Mm -hmm. It is a beautiful artwork. Shin Nagasawa, absolute incredible artist, did a fantastic job on this card. The first attack, a non-energy cost. Mm -hmm. Again, going back to that uh, non-energy cost. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now burned. Pretty good. Okay, I mean... Yeah, I mean, seems kind of fair for no energy cost. Psychic, Psychic, Colorless, Shivering Flames, 120 damage. Choose a card from your opponent's hand without looking. Reveal the card, then have your opponent shuffle it into their deck. So we've seen kind of this put a card back into the bottom with like Malamar VMAX and stuff. And you get now to, it's on But you get this. to pick. The Malamar VMAX, you get to pick what card goes to the bottom. Well, that's the VMAX that you're doing. This is just a little that's V, fair. but... Yeah. Um, I, th- I think if you're using this attack, you, you probably got a problem because that means you probably didn't find the VMAX. <laughs> That's true. But anyways, Hisuian Typhlosion V-Star, a psychic 260 HP Pokemon. Again, V-Star evolves from Hisuian Typhlosion V. Has the first attack, psychic, psychic, colorless, hollow flame, 180 damage. Put three damage counters on your opponent's bench Pokemon in any way you'd like. Could be interesting if you're fixing a little bit of math. I don't know what that may be. You know, Dragapult has the different thing of um, Dragapult has the thing of attacking and putting five damage counters everywhere, you know. But, Sean, I know I know you're waiting for me to talk about this, but the V star power one psychic energy called Shadow Roaster. If your opponent's active Pokemon has four damage counters on it, it's knocked out. So, especially with Zigzagoon, Quick Shooting Inteleon in the format, you can manipulate your opponent's Pokemon to have four damage counters on it. And not a, there's not a ton of healing. I know we talked about earlier, Hyper Potions and things like that are in the game, but there, there's not too much healing outside of maybe one or two archetypes so this is really really cool it is weak to dark though which is kind of scary we'll talk about that later but you can get a couple uh, little combos off on this uh on this card which is very very cool yeah i mean you think about that first attack putting three damage counters you throw three somewhere then you zigzagoon for one get a free knockout so mm-hmm. it's like I think that is like the most obvious route, if you will. But I think being weak to dark, you're absolutely right. A little sketch, um, <laughs> kind of scary. Uh, but I don't know. It's um, it'll be interesting to see how much play this sees. I think it has potential, but to your point, it may be that the meta right now with how much, how much, how many people are coming for Mew Vmax. So like darkness. You know, you know, a lot of energy is going into that. Um, a lot of support for Dark coming out. I feel like it may just be that this card has to sit on the shelf for a set or two um, until Psychic Pokemon, 
you know, are hitting for weakness against something that's relevant again, maybe. I don't know. But exactly. I think that's a I think that's a uh, a valid conclusion, Sean. Uh, the next ones that I want to talk about very briefly is the Togepi, Togetic, and Togekiss. I'm so one. happy you want to talk about this one. This, I think this is cool. I think this is very cool. So, you know, people love the Inteleon engine, Jake. But what mm -hmm. if the Inteleon engine instead did healing? That It could be cheeky. That is exactly what I told my friend who plays Gardevoir VMAX, which is already a healing deck. But you could also play this in the Heatran deck that we were just talking about. So what they do... The Togepi, when you play it onto the bench, you heal 10 damage from your active. Pretty basic, not that great. The Togetic, when you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon, you heal 30 from the active. And the Togekiss, when you evolve it, you heal 90 from the active. So, all in all, a full line there is going to heal you 130 damage. But, as we know, Jake, anybody who's played against or with the Inteleon engine, after a couple of turns... You know, you can get some scoop up nets and heal some crazy damage all in one turn. I don't know. This could be a fun engine to play around with if you're looking to do like that Heatran, Guardi VMAX, a wall stall, not really stall, but like a, a big guy that never dies. Like this mm -hmm. could be the spiritual successor to Rowlet, Alolan, Alolan Executor in some ways. Um, I agree. I The only thing about this... Mm that I'm worried about, which pains me to say, it might be really tough to get this going and have your deck like also excel. Cause yeah. I'm thinking of like support Pokemon going on right now, like shady dealings and Teleon. You know, if you if you're trying to find your evolution <laughs> incense, you're trying to find, you know, your level balls, you're trying to find your scoop up nets to be able to do these combos, you probably have shady dealings on the field and it's it's gonna be tight to fit shady dealings this togekiss and whatever you're attacking pokemon yeah. is but if you can find maybe a pokemon that doesn't have the uh the like energy cost right maybe it's a very uh, efficient pokemon in terms of its energy you know you can attach once per turn potentially raihan as well and you know you're all golden in that aspect i mean maybe maybe sean i mean I'm this just, is cool i'm just saying i think that there might be a world in which like the radiant greninja and this line finds its way into a deck maybe the vibarrel as you want and that's your whole setup mm. and you don't you maybe don't play like a, a heavy line of this maybe you play like a two 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 right instead of like a a four four two or something like that, or be... even like a two two one. Yeah, yeah. You could play a light line of this, play the Bibarel as your setup, right, um, or something else. Radiant Greninja, and and you know it's going to be less consistent. I am a hundred percent because Shady <laughs> Dealings enables itself basically. Shady Dealings is consistency. Yes, it is yes, but I don't know. This was a fun little set of combos that I think certainly will be overlooked by a lot of people early on but don't be surprised if somebody cracks a deck that is just the most annoying deck to have to play against because it's like every time you swing into them they heal everything and you're like oh come on you know you know what i think of actually doing this so you sean this is going to be a little bit going away from the set but mm -hmm. you played in the shuffle squad 
I did. webcam event. I did. And so you actually played against Frank Persik, who we've talked about recently on the podcast because he got second at the European International Championships. And his deck, I believe, was like Arceus Corviknight. Yes. But it, that de- what I'm trying to say is that didn't really play like Shady Dealings, right? No, not at all. That deck kind of just did itself in that aspect. And so who knows? I mean... You know, I believe that, especially with Corviknight, you know, you have your Bronzong as well, right? The Bronzong that moves energies. It's kind of like a Cheryl deck, um, I would say. Maybe you add, like, a 2-2-1 two, two, line of this Togekiss or a 1-1-1 one, one, one line of the Togekiss to just get a little bit of extra healing, right, in case you can't Cheryl yeah. or something like that. I, I don't know. I mean could be interesting yeah it's definitely uh this is a it's a fun little line to play around with that's all i'll leave people with on that it one. is something that you should explore Jay, sean what is the next pokemon that you want to talk about if any i think you can definitely skip the uh Uxi, <laughs> mess spirit and azelf combo because uh, yeah. they're just they're they're, they're just a combo a three-card yeah. combo to get rid of weakness? Trash. Mm-hmm. I will say Weird Ears, the Psychic, 140 HP Stage 1 Pokemon evolves from Stantler. If you have not played the uh, uh, Legends Arceus game, it has an ability that once per turn you may draw a card. Which, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not great. I think there's other lines that you should play in your deck in terms of support Pokemon, but yeah. I think especially in the gym leader challenge format, going back to that, this might be an addition to add, you know, it's, it's psychic draw. You usually don't get that much, you know, draw power in terms of support Pokemon with some of these guys, but colorless, colorless, 40 plus damage. You have the same number of cards in your hand as your opponent. This attack does 80 more damage. It's a little bit harder than you think to pull off, in my personal opinion. So we're going to move on to the next card. Sean, <laughs> what, what you got next? I mean, I got the Machamp line. I'm only <laughs> going to say this. The basic Machamp, uh, not great. Whatever. 220. It's a, it's a beefy boy, but whatever. Machamp VMAX, I will only say that you can do... You could do 220 damage for two energy, which is pretty good. That's pretty good. But we've seen... 260 for two. No, no. Fighting, fighting, colorless, max charge, 240 damage on this beefy boy. And there are some supporters that I have to include in this conversation, which is Grant. Grant allows your fighting Pokemon to do 30 more damage. Choice Belt does 30 more damage. You've got two, you got 300 damage right there, just with two cards. If you really need Halucha, adds 30 more damage. That's 330. That's knocking out basically everything, right? Literally almost anything in the format. So this guy, it has the potential to be a one-shot machine. It, it does. But, you know, I was only going to mention that because, like, I think it will be a not highly played deck for the most part. But worth considering, maybe. Just maybe. Well, just, just worth thinking about, yeah. Yeah. at least. Um, I will say the Pseudo-Woodo right under it has the ability called Skedaddle. I mean, you don't really have to worry about this card uh, really being good or anything like that, but I just think Skedaddle is an incredible name 
for a Pokemon ability. One of my favorites in this set. But moving on, Sean, let's go to that Radiant Halucha that you were talking about earlier. It is a fighting basic Pokemon. 90 HP, so searchable with level ball and things like that. The sparkling Pokemon rule, you can only have one sparkling Pokemon in your deck. We talked about that before with Greninja. Has the ability Big Match. If this Pokemon is on your bench, your Pokemon's attacks do 30 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon VMAX. So that is any Pokemon. Um, it doesn't have to be like specifically fighting Pokemon or anything like that. But if your opponent's playing a Mew VMAX, if your opponent's playing a Machamp VMAX, I guess, you know, Duraludon VMAX, you can do 30 more damage to it with this Halucha, you know, single strike Urshifu is still a VMAX that is in the meta right now. I'm hyping up Heatran to mm. all's end. You know, I, I don't Mew, know. Mew VMAX, obviously still a thing. Yeah, Mew is obviously still a thing. So it's worth considering and it's a very interesting option. Also, one of the best shiny Pokemon in my, in terms mm. of color scheme, in my opinion. Absolutely beautiful beautiful pokemon but just so you don't skip over my boy sean go to the little baby hisuian decidueye the 160 hp fighting stage two this evolves from dartrix and rallet grass pokemon the first attack doesn't cost anything sean again i'm i'm just constantly talking about these non- energy attacks it's got cutting talent 30 times damage this attack does 30 damage times the number of damage counters on your opponent's pokemon very interesting in my personal opinion um especially with big big hp v maxes v stars things like that you can get a lot of damage counters on a pokemon and just kind of chip shot them yeah. I guess you could say, um, and build up that damage. So then this would be a finisher. Unfortunately, this finisher hypothetically is a stage two Pokemon, which is harder than you think to get around. But I think, I, th I think it's worth, I think it's cool. It's worth talking about yeah. fighting colorless, colorless direct arrow. This attack does 80 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. Don't apply weakness or resistance to the bench. So it's got the setup and the finishing in the attack. Although the setup though, costs three energies so it, it takes a little bit to get going especially as a stage two but sean we can move on to the the v and v star if you'd like yeah i mean the hisuian v decidueye v um it has mountain hunt search your deck for two cards put them in your hand like we were saying earlier with the cramorant it's like it's like that um it's fine it's a good setup if you're going second right on the first turn nice mm -hmm. um point blank shot uh, does 100 damage and it's not affected. That's fine. Uh, but really, the Decidueye V Star um, for fighting colorless, colorless. So you can use double turbo with this. 160 plus. Discard up to three energy from your hand. 30 more for each. So you discard in this way. So it does up to 250 depending on the setup. Um, and then the ability, the V Star ability, during your turn, you may draw cards from your deck until you have eight cards in hand. You know what I see with this, Jake? I see a V-Star ability that is worse than Arceus. It's just, it's draw, but like, it's just, you can't get what you need, right? Not every card can be as good <laughs> as Arceus, Sean. But this is what I'm saying. It's, a, it's an ability that's a lesser Arceus, and it's an attack that's a lesser Palkia. 
Okay, look. <laughs> That's if all you, it is, man. If you're if you're playing a Hisuian Decidueye deck, right? You're probably not playing an Arceus. You're probably not playing Palkia. So it, it's it's okay. It's fine. Like it's not bad. It's fine. That's like that's the best way to describe this Pokemon. It's fine. You know what? You're fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on. I will say Hisuian Overquill has two different cards. And going back to the two shot before you open up Astral Radiance, did you know that this Pokemon existed? Nope. I did not. <laughs> what was your first reaction to this Pokemon? I was like, Overquill. That's an interesting name. Uh, and that was it. It was just like, oh, cool. And then I didn't think anything of it because honestly, like, I don't think I'm, I don't think people are going to play this. Cause I, was, I mean, no, the cards are bad, but yeah. Overqu if you have not seen Overquill this from the especially. Legends Arceus, yeah, if you haven't seen uh, the Legends Arceus game, Quillfish, spoiler alert, does get an evolution in the new games and i i just think this pokemon looks absolutely ridiculous i kind of love it so sean scroll down a little bit further let's go to hisuian sneezler now sneezel getting a uh new evolution sneezler darkness 200 or 120 hp oh, dark pokemon stage one the ability carrying climb as long as this pokemon is on your bench your opponents at or your active Pokemon's retreat cost is two colorless less. Two colorless, that's not bad. Sean, when we talk about dark decks, we talk about Eternatus. Remember that deck? Remember I mean, how that deck absolutely fell off? I mean, I'm, I'm going to point out a card that has existed in Standard, uh, and that is the, uh, what is it, Bear something? Uh, or Ursa Ring or something like that? There's a big bear Pokemon. Ursa Luna? Maybe, but I can't remember the name of it. There's a big bear Pokemon, though, that was in Standard, and it may still be, and it did the exact same thing as the ability. Nobody ever played it. Well, guess what, Sean? Now's the time <laughs> to shine for dark Pokemon, so this is it! Anyways, you probably want to talk about Sneasler V. Uh, I mean, do we? Do we? Is it good? Let's see. Uh, actually, actually, this ain't bad. Um, okay, I'll talk about this. The Sneasler V, 190, dark, colorless, 80 times uh, for each special condition on your affecting your opponent's active. Note that the most that can be affecting it is three. You can have burn, poison, and then one of the asleep, confusion, paralysis. Like, you got to pick one. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say that on average, it's either asleep or confusion that's the easiest to get. Um, and this does remind me of the, what is it, the, not Salazzle? Salazzle, that's it, yeah. The, the Salazzle that was doing, I want to say, 90 times. Um, but obviously, that's a stage one. It's a one-prizer. Eh, it just depends. It's a flavor. But given all of the V-Stars prevalence in the format, 80 times is basically 240, plus the poison, 250, plus the burn, 270. And you're basically looking at one damage counter as a modifier to get rid of every V-Star out there. So maybe, uh, you know, but you really have to build around this deck, this, this, this card, mm -hmm. which is, I think what makes it bad is like trying to get all three damn the you know, like status conditions. Is, it's a lot of work. And plus, you know, dark colorless is a little bit easier, or I mean, it's harder to fulfill. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. than Salazzle's colorless colorless with twin and double turbo. I mean, yeah. we are getting dark patch in the format, which we'll talk about here soon, but it's still a little bit difficult, but Sean, 
if you want a dark Pokemon that some people are really, really excited about, it is this Mighty Enna. We've actually talked about it a little bit on the podcast in terms of how excited we are of this card. 110 HP Stage 1 Pokemon Evolves from Poochyana. It has the ability Hustle Bark. If your opponent has any Pokemon VMAX in play, this Pokemon's attack costs colorless, colorless, colorless less. So three colorless energies less. Sean. This Pokemon's attack, Wild Tackle, 160 damage. This Pokemon does 50 damage to itself, whatever. It's going to get knocked out probably by whatever anyways. <laughs> but, Sean, it costs three colorless, yep. making this a literal free attack if there's any VMAX Pokemon in play. So you talk about the Zorark Wormadam boxes, maybe like Rapid Strike Malamar, potentially, yeah. like... You can one-shot Mew yeah. from just the base damage, and that is huge. People are really, really excited about this Mighty Enna card, including myself. I think, especially for one-prize counter box decks, this is going to be a very, very interesting card. Yeah, I, this is also interesting because you think about the combo that you need to pull off the Galarian Moltres um, counter to Mew, where like you, mm -hmm. you need two energy in hand, throw it down, attach another, retreat, all that stuff. You um, have to also make sure that your opponent has taken enough prize cards. Exactly. That's so, I mean, this one requires you to get into a stage one. So that is the challenge. But I don't know. Like, I think your point, right? Like, you don't need any energy for this in the right deck, you know, against the right deck. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, I don't have to commit anything other than one turn and two spaces in my deck. One for the mm -hmm. Pucciana, one for the Mightyana. So if you know you're playing against the Mew VMAX and they go first, you, all you do is turn one. I'll just throw that Poochiana down. And uh, especially with the uh, Zorark, you know, you don't even have to commit Poochianas. You can just go yeah. straight into the Mightyana. Yes, this is true. Oh, I accidentally clicked the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> there we go. But really good counter to Mew. I think that's basically all the card is, is the counter to, mm -hmm. a, a counter to Mew. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yes. <laughs> um but we love that. We love we countering Mew. We do. We do. It needs. I don't know if it needs any more countering after this card. Um, Dark V, you got the the basic uh, does 130 for three energy. Now asleep. It's bad. It, the basic Pokemon does nothing. It's trash. Yeah, it, you just want the basic Pokemon to evolve into the V star. Accurate. But, Sean, what is this? incredible dark V star it is 270 hp so normal uh colorless colorless which doesn't actually matter because you need dark energy in order to do the attack so double turbo just rule it out it doesn't matter but dark pulse 30 plus this attack does 30 more damage for each darkness energy attached to all of your pokemon so you know if it's like super early game or like you don't have a lot of stuff on the field Terrible attack. Absolute trash. But in the late game, and because we are getting a dark patch reprint, and if you're playing this with Arceus, right, you could see a dark Arceus deck switching over to this as its companion. All of a sudden now, Arceus is going to accelerate some energy. Um, you can attach return. You can dark patch. And this can really build up. So if you get like six energy on it, seven energy, you're doing like 210, 240, that kind of stuff. Uh situationally this could be really really good um and then the ability the v-star power uh during your turn you research your item uh you may search your discard pile for two item cards put them into your hand so 
if you are using this, you can go grab um, dark patches out of your discard, throw them into your hand, maybe other stuff, but probably dark patches is the what this card was designed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I would say, like, you know, if Mew remains popular in the format, this card is really good. Uh, I think it could just be good in the long run, but it does require a lot of energy on the board. So Now, I mean, think about, you know, we've been in the format for a little bit. A lot of decks are two-shotting, mm-hmm. you know, and so especially with things like Dark Patch and with Star Abyss, the V-Star power, having the ability to effectively have six Dark Patches yeah. if you want. Um, I mean, you can get these energies and you can you know do two shots throughout the game and you know we have different damage modifiers again like we've talked about several times already on this podcast episode but dark rye v star a very typical attack dark pulse this is a typical dark rye attack they've put this on i think a couple dark rye cards now this type of attack just different cost different damage amount um but still very very cool people are very very excited about this card uh i know our last guest host max low from flow tcast he's very excited about this john do you want to go over the other dark v star or i'll go over it yeah go go over it uh let me know what you think (laughs) hisui and samurad v basic darkness type pokemon at 220 hp First attack, dark, zigzag, drop, excellent name. Discard up to two Pokemon tools attached to your opponent's Pokemon in play. Cool, but just play tool scrapper. Yeah. Three dark energies, shadow slash, 180 damage. Discard an energy from this Pokemon. Could power up a dark patch or something. I I don't know. But you want to evolve into the V-Star, the 270 HP dark V-Star, evolving from Asui and Samurai v Double Dark Merciless Blade, 110 damage. If your opponent's active Pokemon has any damage counters on it, this attack does 110 more damage. So effectively doing 220 for two Dark Energy if your opponent's Pokemon has a damage counter on it, which, I mean, Zigzagoon, we've talked about that Pokemon a lot. We've seen it a lot. Could get that damage counter on, but also you could utilize something else, which I know you are not super fond of sean i I know you were making fun of it in your stream the ability v star power called moon cutting star once during your turn sean so you can only do this once per game so you better make it count (laughs) yeah why does it say once during your turn it's a power that you can only use once during the uh, repetitive repetitive pokemon you may put not one not two not three but four damage counters on one of your opponent's pokemon that's it. Wow. That's the V-Star power. Wow. Just four damage counters Bruh. on your opponent's Pokemon. Now, I will say, Sean, for as much as you make fun of it, and as much as it is warranted to make fun of, uh-huh. um, I will say you put the four damage counters on a Pokemon. You can get other damage counters like Zigzagoon and stuff. Your Merciless Blade is doing 220 in addition to all of that. So 220, 260 with the V-Star power. 270 knocks out an opposing Hisuian Samurai V. Maybe you get a scoop up net or a quick shooting. 280, you know, 290 in terms of knocking out your Arceus V stars, things like that. So yeah. 
it's it's a it's an interesting idea, but it feels like a lot in this Asui and Samurad V Star that it's like the first KO good. And then yeah. after it's it's just a little bit tough to get those numbers. Yeah. I mean I I think if Pokemon wants any advice, which I they do not want and it did not ask for, <laughs> I would, they don't want it from us, especially. Like I, I don't think it makes the ability that much better, but you know what they should have done as a minimum. Once during your turn, you may put four damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. I will agree that that, is, that does Come make on. it better, and I don't know if that makes it super overpowered. No! But I also don't think... Well, here's the thing. I, I think they want you to kind of work to get that 110 extra damage, right? Because 110 more damage is doubling what you're doing originally the base damage for Samurott's attack and it's too dark with dark patch and stuff that is very easy to fulfill sure. it is very very easy so i didn't i think that they specified just one pokemon yeah. because they didn't they they don't want you to spread it out and basically guarantee that you know you can do it for every single pokemon you know if you do want to do it, it is possible because we have different damage modifiers yes. that place damage counters places, but you you got to work for it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I think that was their thought process. Obviously, they tested this, you know, over at the Pokemon Company International, you know, the, the group in Japan. I'm sure they uh -huh. I'm sure, Sean, <laughs> that if it was if it was any way you'd like this would be a broken busted card and. The day, and then we'd be talking about you'd be making a video just like you did on Eternatus, <laughs> beat Eternatus, putting a bounty on it. I'm just kidding. I don't know if I, it would have been that I, good. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe they tested it, and the the ability was that's the only way they can make it work. I agree with you. If you're going second and it's your second turn, that ability paired with the attack, the way that it's worded, that actually does get you to a place where you can knock out an opposing RCS V star. The mm -hmm. problem is that Arceus V-Star probably already attacked and probably already powered up three energy somewhere else. So, yes, you get to take a knockout. Woohoo. Good job. You're going to get knocked out in return, and you're going to have nothing. You got to figure out how to beat up the next Pokemon. Yeah, and I think that's, a, that's the problem with it. But, Jake, let's go ahead. Uh... I mean, I just want to talk about the Magnezone real quick. Uh, yeah. 107, 150 HP stage two metal Pokemon evolves for Magneton. If you do not know, the ability is really, really cool. We've seen this on Pokemon like Blastoise, I believe from Unbroken Bonds. I think the set was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or it was Team Up, one of the two of those. Once during your turn, you may look at the top six cards of your deck, choose any number of metal energies you find in there, and attach those energies to your Pokemon in any way you'd like, then shuffle the remaining cards back into your deck. I think it's really cool, especially if Bronze... I don't know if Bronzong's rotating um, after sure. Worlds, but if it is, this is a cool replacement for that Bronzong for your decks like the Corviknight deck that we were yeah. talking about earlier that Frank Persig or, was playing. Or, Jake... Or the uh, V and V star that we're getting in metal. The Magnezone is a really, really good art by Gosan. Absolutely incredible art if you want, if you're an art collector. But anyways, yes, Sean, go. So the first, uh, you know, the first, uh, the the V, it's fine. Um, attached to this metal. This is Dialga, your... by the way. Yes, Origin Dialga. Form Dialga. Origin Form Dialga. Thank you. 
Attach two metal energy from your discard pile to this Pokemon. It's fine. You probably don't want to use that. Um, you want it to not be killed before you can do what you want with it. Uh, the V-Star, though. One colorless Metal Blast, 40 more damage for each metal energy attached to this Pokemon. And you might think to yourself, wow, that seems like a bad idea. Do you really want to commit so much energy to this Pokemon? And the reason you want to commit the energy to this Pokemon is for its V-Star attack. Chrono Star. It is Four metal and a colorless, so five energy. Which is not out of the realm of the ordinary no. with metal saucer and yes. also bronzong. Or or magnezone, right? The one that you or just... Or magnezone. Right. I, I don't think that you should use magnezone, but power to you if you sure. want to. Zacian V <laughs> powers up yeah. energies in the beginning stages. Anyways, yeah. what does Chronostar do, Sean? 220 damage. Take another turn after this one. And you skip Pokemon checkup, so you don't get the, like, extra poison or whatever. If you happen to have that situation, you don't get that. This is very typical to Dialga cards. I believe Dialga GX had the GX attack that basically... I mean, it didn't say... I don't think it said get an extra turn. I think the wording was you prevent like all no that was cobalion wasn't it Cobo maybe dialga was just yes. take an extra turn yeah yeah there there were there was a, a dialga gx i think that had a big attack maybe 200 damage it was take it was take another turn after this one yeah. skip the between turn steps it was so, so ba i mean it's basically the same thing yeah you know but it does 220 damage on top of it so which Jay, going from 220 damage over to metal blast mm -hmm. is not nothing to sneeze at no because like if you've powered it up for five that means that the metal blast is going to be doing a minimum of 240 if it's all metal right so mm -hmm. the, i think for me jake the the combo that i want to see someone pull off and maybe i'll try to do this is i want somebody to take three turns in a row do you know how you would do this jake I know because I listen to, to your Twitch stream. Twitch stream. Yes, I listen to the Twitch stream. So, or and I watched the YouTube video of you opening up an Astral That's Radiance true. booster box early, which you can see on our YouTube channel. Go check out our YouTube. Anyway, Sean, how do you get three turns in a row, not letting your opponent play the game of Pokemon? <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I think what you would need, you need this this V Star to get powered up, which is not an easy task, but whatever. You're doing 220. Let's say you're hitting into something that is maybe around 280 HP, say an Arceus V-Star, about 60 damage short. If you're playing the quick shooting in Tele Online, you know, the first turn you are doing 220, you can maybe throw a choice belt onto it, so you're doing 250. Cool, that's wonderful. The second turn, you go into that quick shooting, and then you ping a couple of damage counters on it to get it to 270, and then you throw down a little Metacham V, attach a double turbo onto that little guy, retreat this, boom, two damage counters, knock out something else. What do you do? You take an extra turn. So, and then you can bring the Dialga V-Star back up. You've attached another energy, and all of a sudden, you might be doing 280 damage. So, boom, that's another, uh, not another extra turn, but, like, you can effectively, I think, you know, get four prizes off of a multi-turn combo like that. And then, you know, with that quick shooting ability too, if there's anything on the bench that's a small fry, like a, you know, 
it's Asobbles or whatever, you can start setting that up so maybe a Metacham can keep those extra turns going. Who knows, Jake? Who knows? Well, with Metacham, I believe on oh. Metacham, you can only use one Yoga Loop per turn. Um, but that's not to say that um, if one of your Pokemon used Yoga Loop, yoga loop during your last turn this attack cannot be used but that doesn't mean that at the beginning of the game you know you can use it and then use it again yeah later but i want to call a cool cool card interaction that i didn't really know about until this past weekend so with pokemon that get knocked out things like that we have cards in this format like raihan now raihan if you do not know specifically says you can play this card only if any of your Pokemon were knocked out during your opponent's last turn. So, Sean, if you so wanted to, you could technically, if you pulled off this combo of the, the Chrono Star, the Metacham, Yoga Loop in succession, you can use Raihan for three turns in a row when only using or when only losing one Pokemon. Because it specifically says your opponent's last turn, you're not like, and with these like extra turn interactions, it's not like you're going opponent's turn, your turn, the Chronos Star, like briefly go into the opponent's turn to skip it. You are just going from your turn to your turn. So the the effect of Raihan is still active in your oh. turns in succession. So you can use Raihan, you know, right after your Pokemon's been knocked out. Do your Chrono Star. Use Raihan again to get your Yoga Loop off. And then use Raihan again in the next turn. That's interesting. Yeah, because your opponent's last turn would have been two turns ago, but something happened. And then the interesting thing about it's that... Their, it's their last turn. And because you're using all of these turns in succession, yeah. they're not having another turn. That's so cool. it's still active. Yes, that is that is that is a really interesting inter- and I suppose if you time it correctly where you take extra turns and then your final turn you don't knock something out, then your opponent doesn't get to use Raihan because your last turn you didn't knock something out. I only bring that up because huh. especially with Medicham V, right? A lot of people when they use Yoga Loop on Medicham V, they're using a Rapid Strike energy. Mm-hmm. For a Dialga deck, a Rapid Strike energy wouldn't really work. No. Like it's just kind of weird. But if you can use Chrono Star and then go into Yoga Loop and you can use that Raihan, you can use a Raihan to power up the a Yoga metal Loop. energy, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can attach one yourself to be able to get off that yoga loop because yoga loop i just had it pulled up but i believe it's double colorless yes it is energy cost so again like i really hope somebody takes your challenge of doing three turns Mm -hmm. with you know straight because i mean i think that there's uh, there's a combo there i will say technically 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 you can get four turns in a row i just thought what how do you get four turns so you have to do some setup but if you yoga loop first to take an extra turn, then you chrono star, take an extra turn, followed by a yoga loop again, take an extra turn, four turns. Oh, okay. So you start with the yoga loop. Yeah, you start with yoga loop and then you're able to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So that's oh. my challenge. If anybody out there uh, in a real game manages to get four turns... We got to think of something to give them, Jake. 
I you can also that's actually not super bad because like your Pokemon are not going to get knocked out, right? If you're doing these turns. Yeah. So your Medicham V is not dying. You're fine. Oh, Sean, that is that is crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Uh -huh. Somebody just made a like a, a one million view YouTube video. I took four you know, turns with that idea. My, po my, my opponent got one turn and then they lost. <laughs> it's like the donk decks but <laughs> instead of donk decks it's standard format oh god uh, sean what if that wins worlds oh uh, boy that i think would do it. i bet you I, I bet you i know what they would ban they would either ban metacham or they would um they might even ban zigzagoon because i think that's the that's the card you might need to make that combo that's work. the card that tips it over the yeah. edge zigzagoon sean we gotta move on we though do. this we podcast is much. very very long this might be a two-hour pod in all honesty garchomp v 200 hp dragon a basic pokemon let me just get into the card sonic drive discard three energies from this pokemon and do 220 damage to one of your opponent's pokemon that is anywhere on the field 220 damage now its cost is water fighting fighting colorless so it is a little bit of a cheeky thing but we look at flygon right when arceus first came out it was paired yeah. with flygon which is a multi type energy attack and that was able to go and i mean 220 is a lot to put anywhere on the field so especially with melanie in the format as an energy mm -hmm. accelerant you know, I don't see this being out of the realm of possibilities for Arceus decks that are playing either fighting or water type Pokemon, Sean. Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe, you know what I'm hoping for? Reprint uh, Dragon, Double Dragon. Reprint. Oh, gosh. I, I don't want it because Duraludon. Because I, I, I feel like that would just make Duraludon a lot better. Uh, there's an Eevee card from Sao uh, Sao in here. Very, very cool. Eevee having that, you know... When you play a card to evolve from one of your EV, search your deck for evolves of this Pokemon and play it to evolve it, then shuffle your deck. It is cool evolution card. Not really great. But anyway, Sean, we're moving on to the next one. What's your next one, Sean? Uh, I mean, there's a mill tank that basically is just a reprint of <laughs> a, a basic Pokemon version of um, whatchamacallit, Altaria. Decidueye. And Decidueye. And Altaria. Yeah, but, you know, not good. Uh, not in this form. There's too many things that get through those abilities. The Orangaroo V, uh, search your deck for two Pokemon tool cards. We have Adventure Bag, Jake. I didn't even know. We have Adventure Bag. Unfortunately, it's on a two prize Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's not good. But, you know, Adventure Bag. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. The, the other one that I'll do really quickly, because then we can get into the trainers. Weird Ear V is legit a good card. This card is good. Ability, opening road, once during your turn when this Pokemon moves from your bench to your active, move any number of energy from your other Pokemon to it. And it doesn't say basic energy, important. Triple colorless, uh, Psybash 40. This attack does 40 times the amount of energy. Energy, not energy cards attached to this Pokemon. So in an Arceus- A double turbo is two energy. You are 80 right. damage. So in an Arceus deck, when you are playing double turbo, now multiple double turbo will still have the effect of reducing the damage. Yeah, you're but, gonna be you're gonna be doing you're gonna be reducing as much damage yeah. as you're trying to do. Maybe, but I will say um, double turbos. If you're playing this with Arceus, though, which is accelerating energy elsewhere too, this can come up, take some really big knockouts late game. 
And that, it's a great closer. If anybody remembers Tapu Koko GX, the GX attack, basically mm-hmm. did the same thing for electric style decks, except this one great can do Great finish it. for that Pikaram deck that dominated yes. for so long. So this can do it in any deck because it doesn't matter what the color requirements are. So I think this, pick pick at least one copy of this card up if you're um, if you're looking to get a nice closer. But Jake... Do we want We got to move on to the we got to move on to the trainers. Adamant, we're going to talk about Adamant supporter. Discard two metal energies from your hand or I should say discard two metal energy cards from your hand. So I think this also can include special energy if you so choose to, although I don't think it works out super well. I'll get to a why in a second. If you do search your deck for up to two cards and put them in your hand, then shuffle your deck. This is a very cool supporter. You know, metal energy cards go in very, very, uh, What's the word that I'm looking for? They work really well with Metal Saucer, yes. right? To be able to put energies from the discard into your uh, Pokemon on the bench. So very, very cool in that aspect. And then also allows you to search for any two cards you want in your deck. Doesn't have to be a specific set of cards or anything like that. So it could be a cool little relationship. I mean, do we see with this the return of Turbo Zacian with the Brave Blade Sword Ooh, or whatever? Um, Because... You think about it, 230, if you can guarantee two attachments with the metal saucers. Although, I mean, like, are you, I mean. And you're doing, what the is thing that? Is the like, sword does an extra 50. Are you grabbing, you've got to be grabbing, like, a metal saucer yeah. with adamant, right? Which yeah. is not ideal. Not ideal. But, I don't know, depending, like, you think going, going, um, you could even do this going first. This is mm-hmm. actually, this could be a, if your opponent doesn't have a good start, this is a donk card right here, you know? Very interesting. But, I don't think you play four Adamans no, in your deck you're at right, all. You're Definitely right. like one or two yeah. in your metal type decks, even like your Dialga decks, you know, Dialga, yeah. Zacian, Corviknight, any of those. I want to talk about canceling Cologne before you skip it. I don't know if you're going to talk about it, but I kind of want to talk about it because I think this is a very, very cool card. We've talked about it a lot in the Pokemon trading card game, especially the last several sets Sean and I have talked about on this podcast about how some effects of like, you know, your opponent's active Pokemon can't retreat the next turn or, you know, they can't use XYZ attack. We talk a lot about how that's kind of nullified because... You know, we have so many switching outs. You know, we have Switch, we have Bird Keeper, we have Escape Rope. You know, a lot of different um, switching outs, Air Balloon, things like that. But this card, this item card, Canceling Cologne, your opponent's active Pokemon has no abilities until the end of this turn, including Pokemon that move to the active spot during this turn. Now, I don't know if it's great because it's, you know, the end of your turn effectively. So once it goes into their turn, they can start using abilities again. But I think that this is really cool that they're playing around with this idea now that, okay, this is an effect on the active spot, not necessarily on the active Pokemon, but more so the spot. I think this is kind of one of the first of like, this effect i feel like at least that i've seen since we've yeah. started this podcast two years ago it's a it's a zone based effect rather than a Pokemon. yeah yeah it is interesting and i i don't know this is very specific i think you would be playing this if you're like if you're playing mew or something against like a duraludon right Vmax. Mm-hmm. not a bad card against a duraludon because you can basically say hey i have special energy but it doesn't matter throw this down yeah. move on i don't know 
I think though that like if you really want to get around that, then what you end up doing is just playing maybe the Path to the Peak instead. But I don't know. But I guess in Mew you're not going to play Path to the Peak, so it's a very specific card. I think. Yeah, it's very interesting. But Sean, yeah. what's what's the next uh, trainer card that you want to talk about? Because the, there's a couple. Yeah, the next worthwhile one. I will mention Silene real quick. Flip two coins for each heads. Choose a card from your discard pile and put it on top of your deck in any order. I mean, you know, I was going to say, like, normally this is, like, a really good card for control, except it's a coin flip. Control does not like RNG. So I don't really... Yeah, the only really RNG that I really want to play is, like, Crushing Hammer. That's yeah. pretty much it. So I don't know where this deck has a home because it is your supporter for the turn. And I'm like, if you're flipping two coins to choose up to two cards, you might as well play old computer and flip the mm -hmm. same number of coins to maybe get one card directly into your hand. Right. And that doesn't because it's play. an item and you're still right. going to be able to use research, Marnie, right. Roxanne, like any of those. I will say, though, for people who like to build meme decks, this is great if you want to build a meme coin flip deck excellent card so how many roll. coins can you flip in a single game i mean i think me and stefan did a, a video about that actually like a year ago so <laughs> now it, you know you could do it in standard i will say dark patch we've talked about this card if you don't know what this card is maybe you're a little bit newer into the pokemon trading card game this is an item card attach a basic dark energy from your discard pile onto one of your benched dark pokemon so very very good card if you're playing a dark deck you have four of in these that's just yep. how this card works this is a reprint that's how it goes very very good card make sure that you get four of those we talked about energy lotto they teased this card and said that this was the hype new item card i will say though it does work for special special energies the item card is look at the top seven cards of your deck you may reveal an energy card you find in there put it in your hand shuffle the other cards back into your deck again can't find special energies so I mean, it's going to see some play in some decks. But, John, what's the next card you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, Feather Ball is interesting. You can get a Pokemon with zero retreat cost. But really, Gapejaw Bog. I like this card. Whenever either player puts a basic Pokemon from their hand onto their bench, they place two damage counters on it. Um, That's a stadium, by the way. Yes, it's a stadium. Thank you. Um, I like this card because it can do a lot of math setup. For any deck like if you are like i'm not sure what stadium i want to play and you really are like on the fence about path to the peak as that stadium of choice game job bog is not a bad option if you don't if you don't mind damage counters being placed on your pokemon or if you have a way to heal that off whatever it may be um obviously this is going to work best in decks where you want damage counters on you like you know i think the um if you're playing that heatran the radiant heatran this is a stadium you really want for that uh, but I don't know. It's nice. It, it can really fix some math on things. It can make people who are playing all of the, um, those Sobble lines really, mm -hmm. it can make it really awkward because if you play a Sobble down on your turn and your opponent has a quick shooting, then all you need is a Metacham and you get an extra turn. That's yeah, literally like... Loop City. Yeah. No, so that's the thing, right? So it actually, I think, punishes the Inteleon line quite a bit if people prepare for that um it's it's very interesting i think it's definitely going to see play stadiums are a little bit cheeky right now mm -hmm. because you know only one stadium gets in play and 
there's very, very good stadiums like Pats of the Peak that are currently in the format training court. Another really, really good one. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's all going to depend. Magma Basin as well. You know, you talk about the Heatran, you know, you're going to want to play that. But Sean, yeah, this is a card that you are going to want to play if you're playing a grass deck. Gardenia's Vigor. Now, I will say this is one of the few cards where I in terms of the supporters, because a lot of the supporters are like copy paste, you know, the infamous tag team supporters. Gardenia's Vigor, absolutely beautiful, beautiful art on this and the full art as well. Absolutely incredible. But we're going to talk about the cards effect. Draw two cards. Now, you may not think that that's great, but the second effect on this, then attach up to two grass energies from your hand to one of your benched Pokemon. So we have seen in the format cards like Welder, cards like Melanie, where they are. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I mean, cards like Welder, cards like Melanie that accelerate energies and then draw cards on top of that. But this one is interesting and different than those cards because you do the drawing first yeah meaning that you can draw into the grass energies and one of the things uh, me as a former blacephalon gx player um one of the things about welder sometimes that was tricky was that you didn't have the fire energies yep. and you had to get the fire energies so having this effect to draw first and then attach the energies is really really cool because yep. You know, you may have one grass energy or no grass energies in your hand, but then afterwards drawing, you may draw into one or two, and then therefore you can attach. And very, very cool. I mean, you don't have to attach. It is up to two, so you can attach, you know, if you draw into them, if you want to attach. I, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a situation where you have the energies in your hand and you don't want to attach, but the option is there for you. Or if you just don't get any at all, you know, unlucky, it's you still get to draw two cards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool card. Uh, I like for the exact reasons. I think keep in mind, if you start playing this early, it does say benched Pokemon. That is always, I think, a catch for a lot of people with some of these because not all of these supporters work the same way. Melanie, it's only Pokemon V. Welder, it was any Pokemon. This is only benched. And so that's why I'm like, it's good. I'm glad that they made it two energy because bead, the problem with bead is bead was benched and it was only one, which is why it never saw play. But, you know, maybe that will make this one long term playable. It's uh, very, very interesting, I think. Sean, do you want to talk about Grant? Uh, I mean, Grant. I think we've mentioned Grant before. Yeah, Grant is interesting. You're fighting Pokemon do 30 more damage. This one does have an interesting effect, which is if it's in your discard pile, you could discard two cards except a Grant to put the Grant back in your hand. So, like, we haven't seen a discard interaction like this since, I think, the Execute way, way back when, right? And the Execute, you didn't even have to discard anything in your hand. That's true. It was just an ability that on the execute itself that you could just put it back. Oh, sorry. You could just put it back in. So I think that for me is why they added this text because they realized how broken execute was with ultra ball. So Mm -hmm. they were like, no, no, we're not going to enable a one, a one discard ultra ball anymore. Especially on a supporter like grant. I mean, execute, execute really really good yeah um but that card was just the ability to get it back in your hand whereas grant 
does 30 extra damage for fighting type Pokemon. So like, if it was like execute where you could just get it back, you know, you just you're just chaining those babies but yeah um yes the discard two cards to put it back in your hand very very cool you know leon has seen some play leon i believe is 30 extra damage as well for any yeah. pokemon really yeah um but doesn't have that it doesn't have that effect of getting it back so i think there is some validity in like putting a one of yes of grant in a deck especially a fighting type deck so yeah I think very very interesting. I think that was spot on. I think it's a one of in fighting type decks because of that ability, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, if you're also playing fighting type decks, Gusty Pickaxe, the item card in this set, reveal the top card of your deck if it's a fighting energy attached to one of your bench Pokemon. Otherwise, reveal it to your opponent and put it in your hand. So very cool. You know, we've seen Colossal Vmax with a Rangaroo to be able to manipulate the top of your deck for these like top deck effect type of attacks cards things like that and so especially with rotom phone as well in the format it could be a good combo to accelerate those fighting type energies you know be also the supporter be accelerating fighting type energies but not has not seen a lot of play at all really this could be a uh, item card that makes its way into fighting type decks to fill fighting type energy requirements yeah, I mean, think about people were playing cards like Judge just so that mm -hmm. their deck would be one less card. So you play four Judge and you effectively have a 50, not Judge, Judge Whistle. And yes. then you effectively have I know a 56 card deck. Yes, because what Judge Whistle did was like, you can get a Judge from your discard, but otherwise draw a card. This card is literally, it's a, basically a draw a card. And if it's a fighting energy, it's instead an attach an energy. So I'm like, I think in a fighting type deck, this is probably a four of. Because, like, why not, yeah. right? It's a free draw regardless. Um, yeah, and I mean, reveal it to your po to your opponent and put it in your hand, you know. It may it may not really matter, I no. mean, what that card is. There are so many search options, and there's yeah. so many cards that just reveal cards anyway that you're grabbing. So this is just, this is just another one of them. And it's not yeah. like you don't know what the card is yeah. either. Like, you're going to know, so... I really, really like this card. I like Gusty Pickaxe a lot. Um, Hisuian Heavy Ball, I'll mention only for control players. If you're playing a deck that relies on a lot of one-of basics, mm -hmm. um, great card, because if you have a way of finding the Hisuian Heavy Ball, whether that's like a, an early game Shaman to set it up and whatever, you, if you know what's in your prizes, that is a great card for that, because you can ensure that you won't prize a key piece like a Mana Fee or whatever, right? um or you could be in a situation like we saw in the regionals where maybe both of your beedrill yeah are well, prized or it, it's only a basic pokemon oh yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. right well there was a point where i tweeted a picture of this um somebody prized six pokemon oh my god <laughs> like literally all six of their prizes were pokemon so i bet this card would have helped them there yeah probably so it's a weird card i don't think you would run four of these so unless you're playing a deck that can find this card specifically out of your deck, I don't think you run this card. And I think you only run it in decks that play a heavy one of count of like certain key cards, but. Or just like a heavy count of basics. Yeah. Yeah. You could also do a heavy count of basics. Um, I wonder if you play this in like Shady Dealings decks because Shady Dealings almost, yeah. I mean, almost always plays for Sobble. Yeah. And so there's four basic Pokemon right there. You know, you're tagging Pokemon, probably another four. Like, yeah, 
I think you could support Pokemon Acrobat. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, and then you get a, a good confirmation of your price. Interesting card. That's all I'll say. Jake. It's very interesting, but Irida, the most expensive card that is going to be in the set in terms of full arts and, and stuff like that, is a supporter. Search your deck for a water Pokemon and an item card. Reveal them and put them in your hand. Then shuffle your deck. This card is also seeing play, Sean, in Japan, especially with the Palkia mm decks running around i mean it i don't know if it's a four of in a deck because it's a it's just a water pokemon and an item card but if you're in a position to where you don't really need to research if you're in a position where you know you just need you know one pokemon or whatever or something and this could be a pokemon that is in evolution this could yeah. be a pokemon a shady dealings <laughs> this could be a basic pokemon you know it, there's a lot of possibilities with this. And so I think Irida does see play in water decks and maybe even shady dealings decks. I don't know about that. That seems a little bit of a stretch. Maybe. I think it has to be a water specific archetype. Yeah. I mean, I like it though. I think you're right. I think um, it's basically, it feels like a peers for water where the difference yeah. is instead of an energy, you get an item. I would exactly. argue, I would argue the energy is probably better. Uh, because it's special energy included, which like there's very few ways to search for special energy directly. But, yes, that is. This is fact. <laughs> but, you know, um, quickly moving on. I'll go to Jubilife Village. Interesting stadium. Once during each player's turn, the player may shuffle their hand into, the, into their deck and draw five cards. It's kind. It's a very much a group hug stadium where like it's good for everybody. But maybe you're playing a deck that... uh you know, you don't have a draw engine, right? You're not running the Bidoofs. You're not running the Inteleons. It's a nice... Maybe you're just playing Togekiss. Right. <laughs> it's 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 a nice draw deck. Um, kind of weird. Kind of weird. But, you know, fair enough. I, I just wanted to mention it. It's kind of interesting. I'm going to move on to Roxanne, a supporter. You can only play this card if your opponent has three prizes or less remaining. Or I should say three or less prize cards. Three or less prize cards left. That is so weird to say. I don't know if I'm just tired or not. Both players shuffle their hands into their decks. You draw six cards and your opponent draws two cards. This is a very, very good card yes. as well. Roxanne, probably going to be the most, second most expensive card in this set in terms of the full arts and whatnot. Very, very good. I mean, people have wanted late game mechanics and comebacks to come back into the Pokemon trading card game since Reset Stamp and Let Loose Mars Shadow, you know, are all gone, things like that. We don't really have that kind of late game comeback mechanic, and this is one of them. You know, with three prize Pokemon still in the format, this is not out of the realm of the ordinary to even use mid-game, I would say. Yeah, I, I really like this. Like, If any of you are familiar with N, this is basically a spiritual successor to N, um, I would say it's more like Ace Trainer. Okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar so with Ace Trainer. So Ace Trainer, when you're a Pokemon, I think it's like when your opponent or when your Pokemon was knocked out last turn, Ace Trainer says that each player shovels a hand of the deck. You draw six, they draw three. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's very similar. Or I'm sorry, you can play this card only if you have more prize cards left than your opponent. Okay. So similar, you know, yeah. it, it deals with prize cards, but... Yes. But, like, uh, leaving your opponent at two cards is really interesting because, like, there are... There's probably a way to get your opponent down to zero cards in hand if you have the right... 
I don't know what else in standard other than Malamar would help you get rid of a card from hand, but I'm sure there is something. Um, there may be something. And leaving your I don't opponent, know it off the top of my head. But like leaving your opponent in top deck mode late late game is about as good as you can hope for, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's a couple of quick things I'll go through, Jake. Super reflective glasses. Basically, your opponent's uh, your your active Pokemon do triple damage instead of double for weakness, which all, always good for counterbox, right? Counterbox oh, yeah. will take this because. Oh, wait, I don't have to play the evolution line. I can just play the basic version. Yes, please. And also for decks like Wormadam, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Wormadam multiplying and building up for the amount of Pokemon in the discard pile. And especially for Mad Party as well. I mean, it's a little bit better than Mad Party because Wormadam, Zorark plays more on weakness than Mad Party does. But a lot of times those smaller decks that depend on the amount of Pokemon in the discard sometimes just don't hit enough numbers because the Pokemon are so big nowadays yeah. and HP is so massive. So having this super effective glasses is huge, in my opinion, for a deck like Wormadam. Yeah. I mean, it really, that deck, Wormadam Zorg, really beefs up with these glasses, with the um, Mighty Yenna coming yeah. in that we talked about earlier just absolutely sweet and plenty of other decks can play the glasses too but that's the first one that comes to my mind yeah that makes a lot of sense um and the other card i was want to quickly quickly mention is switch cart it's basically mm -hmm. switch except you also heal 30 damage from the active that moved to the bench i'm like why would anyone ever play switch if this is in format unless you need more than four like just play switch cart get some heal job done easy yeah i will say though temple of Sinnoh, the stadium card is very interesting especially mm -hmm. for your decks like dark rye and things like that each special energy attached to a pokemon in play provides colorless energy and has no other effects so i mean special energies right now are dominating yeah. the format you have fusion strike energy you have double turbo energy that's running around even like rapid strike energy you know for the urshifus and things like that and we've talked about some of the other special energies that some decks could use you know the heatran when that mm -hmm. becomes the tier one s tier deck thanks to the medpod podcast <laughs> uh, that fire energy can be mm -hmm. negated in in terms of its effect and also its energy cost so very very cool you have to remember that this also affects you as well so if you're playing special energies it kind of hurts which is why i mentioned the dark rye v star deck you know because that is probably mostly just playing basic dark energies and things like that and so that could be a cool stadium to pair it up with um yeah. the, uh, let's move on though sean oh, unless you want to mention something about it there is one uh little thing here i am teching this card i'm testing it out in mm -hmm. rcs v star against other rcs v stars because if the energy situation is such that they've already used their v star ability right so you're not going to v star power yeah um if they've already used that if you slap this down and they only have one double turbo and they only have one attachment for turn you turn that double turbo into a single colorless so then they won't be able to unless they have another stadium attack the following turn right they won't have enough energy mm -hmm. and if you do this the ability that makes your own double turbos do 20 less damage also gets turned off so you don't i do think 20 that less this could damage. be i think that this could be something cool and like uh in terms of the early versions of 
um, like Arceus Toolbox decks, mm -hmm. uh, Ice Rider, Calyrex, VMAX. Yeah. You know, that didn't really have like a, a sure stadium, you know, that it would that it was always going to play. Like there was no staple stadium with the Arceus Ice Rider, Calyrex archetype. But, you know, the energy accelerant in Melanie, you know, being able to power up those energies. And if you're going to move your double turbo to just one slot in order to get rid of that secondary effect of minimizing the damage, you know, you could still get three energies. I mean, not oh, yeah. that difficult. So I think that that's an interesting point for you to bring up about Arceus decks. Yeah. Um, utilizing this card potentially. Uh, the next card I'll talk about those trekking shoes. This card I think is going to be absolutely broken. I think everyone, it's going to be Acrobike. I genuinely think that. Uh, mm -hmm. If those of you who don't know, Acrobike basically I think it was discard a card and draw two. And any uh, no, or, no 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 no. Or, so you look at the Acrobike was you look at the top two cards of your oh, deck. Yes, yes. Pull one in your hand, discard the other. So it was effectively a draw two though, right? Mm -hmm. This yes. trekking shoes is the same thing. It's an item card, look at the top card. You can put that card into your hand or you can discard it and then just draw a card. So unless you really need the card that was on top, in which case, congratulations, you found what you needed. Yeah. Uh, other, <laughs> otherwise, it's just a draw two if you don't really need anything. I think Trekking Shoes, that might be a card that for a lot of decks becomes like for turbo decks, like decks that want to go fast. Like why wouldn't Mew play this? I don't understand why Mew wouldn't play this, maybe. I, I don't know. I I think that it's pretty good for so Mew to good. play because, you know, you talk about, like, Battle VIP Pass, Kramomatics, things like that, you know. Yeah. If, if you find a VIP Pass early game right off the trekking shoes, congratulations, you put two Pokemon on the bench. But if you find it late game, okay, well, just discard it. Get you it know, get yeah. rid of it. Yeah, so, I don't know. Trekking shoes, to me, going to be a broken card. Jay. I will say the final card that... I want to talk about wait and see turbo item card trainer. You can only use this if you go second and only on your first turn. Search your deck for a basic energy Pokemon, attach it to one of your Pokemon, shuffle your deck, your turn ends. I don't really like this card. The fact that it says your turn ends, I'm like, I think that's so bad. I'm like, it's like, a, come it's, on. It's an item card you can only use going second on your first turn. If I draw the nuts pokemon if i draw the nuts and get all four of these turn one let me play them yeah like you literally do that with vip pass right, right? i mean like what why was this your turn ends needed on this to accelerate why? to accelerate it, one energy jake Bruh. like i i mean we don't have donk decks right i mean like there, there are plenty of other ways to accelerate. I just, man, I just, I know, I, I see this card and I'm like, I, I was gonna say thriving, but what's a wreathing, writhing? Yeah. Uh, you, you're just very upset. You're, I don't I'm, know. I'm mad that they made this card. Yeah. I, I'm I, so mad. It could have been such a good high roll card. Like if you're the kind of player who like, I'm gonna go I mean, turbo. Mew, I'm gonna say Mew Vmax didn't. It does not need any more energy acceleration it does not need more high roll it's only but... a basic energy though yeah but like that still helps you right sure but you know what if mew high rolls and gets four wait and see turbos turn one ggs congratulations you won the lottery i don't know like 
I mean, like, think about it this way. Like, <laughs> the reason that Mew VMAX is going, so powerful going is first. because of that Meloetta. True, but it's going first on your first turn. So, like, yeah, that's true. The Meloetta. But the Meloetta no, 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 no. only it, works. You have to, it's your first turn going second. It's going second, yeah. So it's the same thing as the Meloetta, right? The Meloetta is so powerful because if you get the Eliza Sparkle, boom, 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 you get to attach all these energies. But, like, what I'm saying is... The only reason that I'm glad that it says that your turn yeah. ends is because if it didn't say your turn ends, okay, if you don't find the Eliza Sparkle, you can use that to accelerate on a Mew to use Genesex to, or well, you wouldn't be able to use it because you can't evolve into Mew VMAX, but you can use it for like a Genesect. Yeah. You know, you can start playing Metal Energies and then you know, boom, you're just doing that Organic 230, <sighs> which is kind of scary, but anyway sean we have talked a lot yes. about astral radiance reminder on our youtube channel you can see sean open up a whole booster box already if you want to watch more maybe you're on maybe after you listen to this on spotify or apple you want to go look for it metapod youtube channel it's in the description sean pulled the absolute freaking gas and I'm hoping that this ETB that I'm holding right now, Astral Radiance, provided by the Pokemon Company. Thank you so much for sending it to Sean too and letting us open it on the Metapod. We'll be posting this video later this week, so stay tuned as well for that. For the podcast involves around the evolving meta, this podcast is way too long and maybe a record-setting uh, length. Anyways, bye!